three, two, one, here we go. To that beautiful life podcast. This is episode forty-one of that beautiful life podcast. My name is Caduce Campbell. I'm sitting here in the beautiful Trinidad and Tobago, uh, in some shorts and a white t-shirt, black shorts and a white t-shirt, um, and I'm talking to the beautiful Roger Briggs from all the way in Sweden. Rog, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm wearing underwear and a tank top. That's it. Hello, mm. people, and very much welcome to the podcast. When That's say, also beginning. When you yeah. say underwear, you, are you talking about tidy whites or like boxer shorts? Which which is it? Tidy whites mm, That's what I'm talking about You know yeah. what As you get older Tidy whites are just So much more comfortable When you're younger And you're it like, is. You're just like Oh boxes man You know you're just like Exactly it, As you get older True. You're like oh, no. Nah I, I think my tidy whites Feel more comfortable on me You know it's like Yep I like these things um, Yeah And you want to feel The fabrics towards your legs And mm. your groin And everything it's Also weird. it's like It's like you sweat less I feel like I feel like when you wear yeah, Tidy whites you, you sweat less Because like, everything Just feels like It's much more comfortable Whereas when you yeah. when you don't, I feel like you like you too, and also it, yeah because you're closer to nude. You're closer to nude. It's just it's, yeah, you know, it's math. Exactly. Also, like your like the tidy wipes also help keep you um, keep you know the regions of you that need to be you know comfortable, comfortable. You know, yeah, it keeps everything true. where it needs to be. Things are in place. Yeah, things aren't moving around. You know, and this is just I'm pure, we're, we're purely speaking from a male perspective. I don't know what it's like for women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, f- first men, tidy whites. You know, that's the name yeah, of this episode. Tidy whites. I think so. Too. Um, I like. <laughs> Great start. All beautiful. Yeah. Oh, and, and talking about the tidy. Tidy whites, uh, yeah, I'm wearing them right now because it's uh, it's very hot here in Sweden. Mm-hmm. It's been um, I can start off by just talking a bit about that. It's been a tropical week. I was just thinking if I moved to Trinidad Tobago for some reason, <laughs> which would be nice in a way. But it's been uh, over 30 degrees for quite a few days, almost a whole week. Yeah, I would say the whole week until mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. Uh, which is not that common here in Sweden. And we, since we don't usually have air conditioning in our house, it it's becomes a thing used to lower temperatures. Mm-hmm. Because I would say a normal like summer day in Sweden is more like 22, 21 degrees. Yeah. But now it's been over 30. I think the top was on Monday or Tuesday when it went up to 34. So it's uh yeah it's <laughs> it's hot in here, it's but but it's nice though yeah it's getting uh, there we go we get into that song yeah, yeah but that's what it is but but I've been working I'm I'm having my my last weeks now uh, when it comes to working at the airport and as I told Q in our pre-talk they've just put me on almost like my full-time schedule more mm-hmm. or less uh, to be honest these four weeks uh, and yeah it's it's um. It's not the ghost town it was like one and a half month ago or two months ago. Uh, mm-hmm. People are actually being seen there now. And there are more people traveling, more flights going, coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's also like a, I have a bit like split feelings. It's, it's nice to see, I mean, especially for the business and mm-hmm. those kind of 
thinks uh, it's good. But on the other hand, I still think, why are why are so many of these people traveling? You know,、mm-hmm. where are they going? Why? You know, why are they?、Going? I also saw this week. This week, I saw some of the, because the businessmen and women haven't been seen for some time.、Mm-hmm. Uh, you know about what time they're flying and so forth. It's been really empty.、I、haven't seen them.、Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been mostly like normal people, whatever that is going.、Mm-hmm. I mean, some people have been stuck in Sweden too. Now they can go back to their country. So it's been mainly that, but now it starts to mix us up a bit. So I saw some businessmen also, but I was like, "Wait, why are you going now? Also, you can you can you can Skype or you can use some other." Yeah, I mean, it's business, yeah, whatever. It's, it's like、yeah. you're,、uh, uh, and this is the thing. A lot of people are rushing to get back to the status quo, like how things were. Yeah, but how things、yeah. were weren't that good. You know, I mean, the the、no. whole the whole idea of going to an office and working in an office with other people is. It's backwards. It's archaic. I mean, when you think about it, a lot of、yeah. you can get a lot of work done, you know, at home. And, and I understand.、Yeah. There's the whole appeal of you know, you work with people that you know, you get to see them, you meet them in person, all that kind of stuff. I'm not discrediting that. I like the. I mean, for me personally, I like when, like for example, like when we record the podcast and we were in the same location. That was really nice, right? Yeah,、um, yeah. It was good to you know, I can look at you in the face, I can see you, I can see your expression. We can chat. I can their visual cues, all that kind of stuff.、Um, yeah. The the thing, however, is that even though I like that, right? There's also the added benefit of the fact that, you know, we can I can wake out of my sleep in in the morning at any time and start recording and record and we're recording together, you know,、hmm. um, as simple as that. And and it's it's even and for us, it's um it's not as bad for us per se. Like even if as as a as a podcast recording、um, duo, we do this once a week.、It's、for someone who's going to work. Five times a week, because average person goes to work about five times a week, going to an office、yeah. or wherever have you. That is five times a week that you have to get up out of your bed and go to a location, right? Half the time when you, the time you take to get to that location is time you will never get back, right?、Um, half the time, you, yeah, true. The work that you do may not require you to be in that location at all. You may not, like, you may get to work and then you may spend off that 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 time you spend to get there when you get to work. You may spend maybe three or four hours actually working because then you have、yeah. other things to do. It coworkers are interacting with you.、Um, you know, you take lunch. You may be doing other things. You may sometimes you may be done with what you have to do. Like maybe you you just needed to get a specific thing done for the day, and you're finished with that. So what? You're just spending the rest of the day just sitting around doing nothing.、Um, mm-hmm. And that's the no, thing. It's true. Yeah, it's、mm-hmm. true. I, I want I want feeling there because I, I have friends that are, you know, that that have these kind of works, and and、mm-hmm. and I think it's.、Uh, One good thing, maybe coming out of this too,、mm-hmm. uh, there are quite a few. Though even it's a pandemic and people, you know, it's a bad thing.、Mm-hmm. But what comes out of it is that a great number of people do experience that they might be.、Uh, I have friends that are, feel that they have become more effective, also working from home.、Mm-hmm. Again, it depends on what you do. Uh, but you you can find it doesn't fit everyone. Yeah,、uh, exactly. It goes for the opposite around it as well. I mean, some people really, really need to be at their office to feel that I'm away from home. I'm、mm-hmm. working. This is where I can do it. But I do think a major part still can adjust and and as you say, you you if you know how to do it. I mean, you have the experience. I I also have it from working at home, and hopefully, I'm looking forward to that kind of period of,、uh, coming up soon for me as well.、Mm-hmm. Again. 
if things go as I planned.、Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I wanted to say is that if you, if you find that sweet spot and you learn how to do that, you can be very effective and, and get those things done. Because you, as you say, you don't have to travel, you don't have to spend time doing that.、Mm-hmm. I mean, my traveling, my traveling now, as you know, has been quite extreme. It's like、uh, <clears throat> more than one hour、mm-hmm. uh, one way and one hour back. So that's two hours about、mm-hmm. you know just traveling. Uh, on a day, some people even more or longer、exactly. time,、mm-hmm. you know. So, so that's one thing. And as you say, you have coworkers, you have people talking to you. You are interrupted. You do this, you do that, and then,、uh, I mean, it's it's a part of socializing, of course,、uh-huh. and it it has a value in itself. But but still, if we're talking about working.、Mm-hmm. Mainly the working part and getting things done. Then again, as I've said, I've had reactions from friends like, for example, Annika, that is,、uh, you know, the singer in、mm-hmm. the Capital Fifty Nine band. She's like, oh my, I, I, I really like this. I am getting so much done. Yeah. She feels that she's not getting disturbed and stuff like that.、Mm-hmm. So, which maybe says a bit about her <laughs> coworkers, but that's another thing. But, but you know, it, so it, it's, it's that's a, yeah. It's a thing too. So, like for example, like I've spoken to Alexandra about it, and, and for like for example, sometimes.、Um, Not just spoken to her about it, but sometimes I've like been on a call with her, and a coworker calls in. So like, she may give me a call. Like she may have gotten what she needs to get done for done for the morning, and then she may give me a call, and we may be chatting on the phone. And a coworker may call her, and the call is nothing to do with work. It's like a casual call, like "Hey, how's it going?"、Yeah. and stuff like that.、Yeah. And so when some people say like, "Oh, they 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 miss the interactions and stuff," like it's still there. You can still phone someone up and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah, la di da. And all that kind、Indeed. of stuff.、Um, I mean, I have fr- I, I have friends that have had like virtual coffee breaks. I、yeah. talked with, a, <clears throat> excuse me, a bloke、uh, a few quarters away. He and、uh, Isaac were playing ice hockey together for many years.、Mm-hmm. So he's a hockey dad, and I know him from that. A great dude. Anywho, he, he's he's been having that with his company. You know, they've they've been like taking a coffee break like nine. Or nine fifteen, whatever. You know, like, hi, how are you guys doing? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, how's your wife? Yeah, it's okay. Okay, guys, have a nice day. See you later.、Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. You know.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can do that also. I mean, of course, again, we are people. We are humans. We need to interact, and it's great to see people. That's also. Uh, one of the things that I still feel, though, when I get out at the airport, even though I'm not going to work there anymore, at least not for now, and so、mm-hmm. forth. That I mean, the colleagues I have, most of them are, are great, you know, great people. That has been the thing that has kept me there too, and I've said it a few times.、Mm-hmm. So being eye to eye, as you say,、uh, has that kind of thing. You know, it, it do something in you as a human being. It's a kind of Uh, I don't know vibration or sound that you know. I'm getting a bit deep here, but <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, that's that's something that connects us. You know, it is. So, and you can't you can't really get that or just by 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 the brilliant technology that we have, even though it's great that it's there.、Mm-hmm. But besides that, it doesn't mean that you have to do that every day, five times a week, as it's been written out before,、mm-hmm. to actually get the results that you can. Get or even better from doing it a different way.、Mm-hmm. So I think once again, a lot of people have been <clears throat> finding another way and another approach to it than they had before. Especially those that had the kind of thought that it would never be possible to actually do that. But now they find out, oh shit, it actually works pretty well.、Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. I just wanted to add to the week that、mm-hmm. I mean, talking about my my nearby future and so forth. Since I'm going to be <clears throat> from the mid of July,、uh, not working at the airport anymore. I Created a an account now, for example, on Pond Five, which is one of the biggest like、uh, royalty-free stock video music libraries.、Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I would start. They have、um, 
improve my accounts, I will start to upload there. That's one of my thoughts to build mm-hmm. my music library there. Yep. It's probably going to be on, on a site called Audio Jungle as well. And then I am planning for, I can say it now officially, planning for this, uh, uh, also my second YouTube channel, which yep. will be a music channel. So uh, I'm starting to... Um, Draw out some lines here for the <laughs> yep, yep, for the yep. nearby future to come. Yeah, I, f- I feel it and I I, I like it. I am excited uh, for it. It's good. I'm I'm really yeah. excited for it. I think it's going to be pretty cool because um, we've spoken about this. Yeah, um, I hope so. Uh, yeah, quite a few. I actually was supposed to uh, <clears throat> message you this weekend about some um, to send you some some stuff this weekend. I just haven't uh, this weekend has just been like a blur to me. I don't even remember it. That's yeah. what past weekend I should say. Um, but you know we'll talk about it after the show. Um, but basically, sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to um, to this um, this because I mean your music is is, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean just say for example like like our friend Maria, you know um, every I think almost every week I, I, Maria does a, a piano thing where she she plays um, some music and uh, sometimes yeah. I just I like Maria it pops up on my I'm on Facebook for some reason and it pops up and I see Maria's playing and I just open the browser and just hit leave it played in the background and I'm doing something like I'm typing something I said like nice beautiful background music and stuff like that yeah and right. I think it's the same thing like with, with you know with your music I mean when you when you start putting out your, your new stuff I'm gonna just have it playing you know so that I can I can work to something that I like that I enjoy um, and I'm, I'm, I think that's the thing you know it's, it's one of those things where um, other than that too it's you're doing something that you actually enjoy and you're not just doing it for, for the money but you know money is a big part of it but also the fact of that you're doing something um, that you've that you enjoyed because the thing is like for example like with Kuromata and stuff like that is that you know yeah. you did this for years because you enjoyed it but then it started to become a lot and it's like the older way of doing things again it's like you were traveling a lot you were all over um you know you got you wanted a different um a change in pace or whatever have you now you can do music from anywhere and and have everyone be able to still experience your music and so yeah. using the technology you have at hand you have all the experience with youtube and all these other stuff and it's just taking all that experience and putting it together in a, in a different way to sort of um to sort of do the thing that you enjoy doing and yeah i think to me that is brilliant i think it's it's just one of those things where uh i, I where it's like it's a perfect fit for you i think and so i'm looking forward to it and um of uh, course sounds good it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be fun yeah so, <laughs> yeah it's gonna be fun mm. yeah yeah so so that's i guess that kind of exactly that sums up my my week what i've been you know trying to achieve and and uh yeah, we'll see what comes out of it. Uh, I I like the, the summer weather, but I hope it's gonna be a bit less warm. <laughs> that, that's okay with me. I don't want to complain. Mm-hmm. God's in heaven. Don't don't be offended. <laughs> Odin's looking yeah, down whatever. And like mm, yeah. this mortal, I smite him with the light. Oh, uh, um, I'll send me sons. I'll send me some some son of Thorn. Your mm. heavens. Yes, so, like ninja strikes in the back end, and you're like, damn it. Yeah. Um, sorry, yeah. though I didn't mean to um, offend your father. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yes. But what about you, my friend? How are you? What's uh, been I've been brilliant, uh, sort of. Uh, it's <laughs> sort of. Okay. <laughs> the weather here has been interesting. We've been having this, um, this sort of Sahara dust weather, apparently. Uh, apparently, what? I have to say apparently because I didn't know about this until recently. Uh, apparently, the Sahara Desert dust, there's like the dust cloud of, of, or something that flew across the ocean 
um, from the Sahara Desert, and it's all over the Caribbean. Well, it's in Trinidad right now, Crap. and it's really thick. So you can see it in the air. It looks like a fog in the air um, during the day. And for a regular Trinidad, and when you see fog, you think it's raining in the in the distance because that's usually what it looks like. Um, but it's not. It's just fog. And so basically, that's been happening, and it's not good for people's health. So. Um, you know, the whole COVID thing has been helping with that because everyone still has their mask, so you can put your mask on and it's, it's fine. Uh, other than that, the it's been raining as well, a lot. So you have the dust and then the rain um, rains and it, it sort of helps with the dust and all that kind of stuff. So that's also a good thing. Um, but weather-wise, it's, yeah, we, we've been having dust and rain. That's basically our, um, the weather for Trinidad and Tobago right now. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I don't think this is the first time this has happened, though. I think this has happened before, so hmm. it's not too. It's it's not. Uh, how can I say? It's not a strange thing, uh, because no. when you think about it, Africa is just right across the ocean from us. Um, exactly. And so when stuff like you know leave you know when dust leaving the Sahara Desert or wherever. It comes straight across from from there, you know, fish or anything coming from that side of the world. Like if you put, if basically if you put someone on, on a boat without any rudder or anything like that, and they leave from from that side of the world, the likelihood is that they're very likely going to end up here in the Caribbean somewhere, right? So because that's how the the ocean currents go, unless of course they get caught in a, a, a current loop and just get looped back around to like um like the UK, but generally that's oh, yeah. that's kind of how it works. Um, that being said, you know, it's been fine, you know, family has been great, everyone's pretty chill, you know, um, Good. I, I, you know, I've, I've been able to keep up with everyone either by phone call or those who I'm, I'm nearby with, you know, like in the same house or whatever have you, we've been keeping up pretty well and so forth. Uh, that, uh, you know, other than that, um, the, I wanted to talk about the whole UK tourism thing because the thing is, is that I'm planning to fly back to the UK um this year right i i do want to go back this year but i don't plan to leave immediately when borders reopen i do want to wait some time to see how things go right and yeah. um and the thing is is that because of how things are um because of how this whole COVID thing is like you mentioned people just leaving immediately as borders reopen and stuff like that before in uh, in the show um mm. there's this whole thing about tourism right and the uk wants to like british people want to they want to travel for um for when they have their vacation time which would be like july august tack and stuff for summer they want to have a summer vacation and there's mm. this mindset a lot of people have where they feel like they're entitled um a trip they're entitled to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. They deserve yeah. this. They've worked all year and they deserve it. Right? And um, I think this is a mindset where it's, it's, it's a deadly mindset. It's a harmful mindset. That you feel like you deserve... Um, I, I understand you deserve a vacation, yes. But you don't deserve a vacation outside of your country. Your country did not handle the, the, the situation that they're in right now. The, the, the pandemic that everyone else is in. Very prop very well you know and the the other um aspect that i have a problem with is that the uk voted to leave the eu why do you care to go to other countries now like they're they're upset when other countries don't want them to come there like that yeah we're not gonna have brits yeah. coming here because they, their situation is bad they're upset that they can't go to these countries they want to go to spain they want to go to portugal they want to get that experience but they wanted to leave also 
like really nah you should be happy you should be like we're safe in our country you know what they they, they talked to they, you could talk so much about how the relationship with the u.s and how they're building the strong ties and all that. they should be vacationing in the u.s i'm just saying brits should be <laughs> should have the u.s in mind and saying you know what let's go to the u.s where it's it's really terrible and let's let's do a vacation there because the u.s has beaches you know florida has beaches so you can fly to florida and spend some time where florida's cases have been going up really quick um really high um yeah i was just thinking about that yeah so they could do that and, and that's the <laughs> thing it's it's like the uk made such a big deal about leaving the eu and yet there's still so much that they want in the times when things are when they they want certain things it's it's a very close-minded mindset of like i want all the benefits but none of the the um the fallback you know none of the the um the thing and, and it's the mindset of well, we put in more than everyone else so um so yeah. we should um we, we don't want to do that anymore and it's the same mindset the u.s has which is like with a lot of the global things that they with that that's going on it's like we put in more so we should have more and the thing more when i think about stuff you know especially involving the uk and and the us the more I, i've been these in recent um times i've been watching a lot of documentaries which the, the show i'm going to be talking about this week is a documentary as well um oh. is that when you if you follow up on a lot of history and um and real history and like actually um seeing what what actually happened in in, in um in the past a lot of the a lot of bad things that have happened in the world, a lot of the, the terrible situations that people have ended up in and all that kind of stuff. Um, countries like the US and the UK have been responsible. They've been more mm. responsible for a lot of the things that have happened in the world than, than most other countries. And mm. when you think of that, that they, they have been responsible, it makes sense that you should be paying out more. You know, if, if you're mm. if you're most responsible for bad things happening, like in the case of the U.S., where the U.S. has done so much in South America, but then they have a problem with what's going on in Venezuela or other countries mm. in South America, like Brazil and and uh, Mexico and well, Mexico's kind of Central America and so forth. But the fact is that they've been involved in all these South American countries in creating this sort of um, these sort of situations where it is now, where they are mm. now, and it's not. This is not. Um, sort of like speculation this is just a fact and yeah, yeah. the fact that, that 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 they have it's like and then they make it such a big deal like oh why are we spending money in other countries why are we doing these things you should be spending money in other countries you should be trying to fix the shit that you created and it's the same for the uk the uk did so much um in this world you know um just take the fact that i'm here in trinidad and tobago i mean had i not been i mean i wouldn't be here this is without it. If I wouldn't have existed, had they not done the whole um, colonization and all that kind of stuff, and um, yeah. and slavery and all that kind of thing, I wouldn't have existed. But they did, and that is a factor of history and it's a, it's a factor of life and so forth. So they 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 do their um their up and comings, and the mindset that people have where they're anti-immigration, they're anti. Um, people moving from different places and all that kind of stuff, but then they want to travel. They want that tourism experience and all that kind of stuff. That is hypocrisy and that is stupid. I think I think logically yeah. speaking, you should be open to the idea of people traveling, of moving and stuff like that. I and we've spoken about this a lot in the past, and I only have one and one. I think this is my only um, my only thing when it comes to people immigrating to somewhere. Is that if you're going to immigrate to somewhere, assimilate. 
you know, don't move to somewhere yeah. else and don't join in the culture, don't follow the, the, the same rules and all that kind of stuff. Um, if you're gonna go somewhere and live somewhere where people already are and they're doing nothing, they're doing things their own way already, don't come in and you can add to that. You can, you know, join in and, and you know, add a, a certain flavor of something, add good things to that, you know, maybe you know, maybe open a restaurant or something or whatever have you and teach people things and stuff like that. But don't come in with the mindset of like, oh, well, I've been doing this all my life where I was before and I want to keep doing it the same way when I get here. No, yeah, that's just yeah. not how it works. You have to come in, see how things work there and whatever you do has to fit in with how with where you go. And um, and then if the people where you go are open to certain things that you're, you're doing, then great, then you, you, you have a nice mix and, and they learn their culture becomes better and you build a, a, um, a, a better future together and all that kind of stuff. And so the mindset of that Brits have where... It's um, it's a mindset similar to the to the, the, the U.S. now, which is um, you know people from the U.S. first, people from Britain first. That mindset is not helpful, and um, no. and then in the same way, I can understand when countries say, "Here's what now we don't want them." You know, when countries say, "Oh yeah, you could, oh, we don't want you coming to tourists here. Tourists somewhere else." You know, go somewhere else where where you're you're wanted. That kind of mindset is it makes sense because of the fact that yeah. You wanted to be alone. You wanted to. You just wanted to think about yourself. Then think about yourself by yourself. You know. Um, yeah. And that's yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard to take if you don't give. You know. It's, exactly. It's, uh, you, you, the, the the old saying about the cake having it and, and not eating it and, and all that stuff. You still want to keep it, but you want to eat it and so forth. It's mm-hmm. you know. It's it's uh, it what what goes up must come down <laughs> so mm-hmm. eventually yeah as you were describing i think uh, first off just to to go in there it's uh, i agree with you uh, when it mm-hmm. comes to all the integration stuff we've been talking about that uh and also now even more it's it's so important that we we um we stay true to ourselves and and really I think also coming back up to date, uh, because what you say also is related, definitely heavily related to, to what has happened and, and history. And I think also, I've always said, I mean, education and learning things is, is probably the best thing you can do to yourself, mm-hmm. to your nearby, to your family, and for the future also for mankind, because if we really strive for that, I, I do believe that the, the world would be a better place, because I think that most of the bad stuff coming comes from from uh, from ignorance and uh, from people being frightened mostly because you don't know mostly because you don't understand because you don't have the learning you don't have the the tools you don't have the knowledge mm-hmm. so i think that's the best thing we can do and also now in this situation coming back to what you're describing uh, people you know demanding their right to have their vacation and travel mm-hmm. exactly i agree with you i mean and of course don't get us wrong i mean everyone deserves their vacation i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to mine as well it's not going to be that long this summer uh, but still I'm looking forward to it. but still I, I think for me it's a I would never ever in this situation think about going like abroad yeah uh, this is not the time maybe mm-hmm. next summer it is but this is not the time mm-hmm. uh, and again my reaction working at the airport now is divided it's like yeah good for the business it's good to see that things starts to move a bit but mm-hmm. also I start to wonder when I see individuals I'm like why I'm not asking <laughs> I shouldn't do that but I'm thinking in my head like why are you traveling 
traveling now. Yeah. Where are you going? Do you do you really really have to do it? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we should ask ourselves this. I think we just have to have the patience, even though it sucks uh, in many ways. Um, yeah. I mean, for example, we are we're we're gonna take a week with our family soon, uh, like mid July, mm-hmm. uh, going with the car for a week to the west coast here in Sweden. Uh, and of course, think about you know um, the situation. Even though we're having our vacation, but still we're we're doing it in our own country, mm-hmm. uh, not not yeah. like uh, yeah proper so. sensibly and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's the, the other thing too. Like for example, um, like take for example like me. I, I plan to be traveling again soon, but I'm not like I, one of the things I really want to come back to Sweden, but Sweden is not on my travel list. Like I, the the place I'm going to is the UK, and that is for for personal reasons. That's for like family and all that kind of stuff. It's not really for yeah. um for it's not for fun. It's not, I'm not going on vacation because no. when I get back when I get back to the UK, I'm not gonna be you know like going around the, all over and all that kind of stuff. I'm mainly just gonna be with my family, and that's about it. You know, and then mm. um mm. I'm not really gonna be doing much outside of family time and work. Um, so I'm, uh, that's that's basically how how it's gonna be when I'm when I get back to the UK. Uh, so it's this, it's 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 that sort of a mindset. I think people just need to sort of chill with that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that being said, yeah. Moving on, uh, I've been playing. Um, I've still been playing Tsubara Romono, um, uh, Prelude to the Fallen. Uh, I just want to say the game gets after you pass the two three hour mark. Um, you do get to start playing the game, and um, once it starts, oh. <laughs> it, it gets a bit better. I'm, hap- I'm happy for you, bro. It, it is. It is. I am. I have to say, uh, I am. I am 30 plus hours into this game. Like, I'm, I just grabbed my my Vita from my bed. It's and it, you can probably hear the music playing. Those of you, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and I'm just gonna go straight to the settings menu. I'm gonna just go to save. One of the good things about this game is that you can save anywhere. I'm just gonna look at my last save. Oh, that's good. My, that's always nice. I have to say, it is. My last save is um is 33 hours in, right? 33 hours in of game time, <laughs> and wow. in that time, I think I've spent most of that 33 hours watching cutscenes. And so, because a battle takes at best maybe about 10, maybe about five ten minutes at best, depending on how you play. Yeah, if you're very usually. if you're very yeah. careful, like me. You know, five ten minutes, maybe fifteen at best, depending if you're dragging it out. But no one's yeah, yeah, going to yeah. drag it out that long because this is a tactical RPG as well. So, you know, you're moving characters around the board like chess pieces, and um, and yeah, basically, I have to say it's it's become one of my. I still love the game. I love the series. I just oh god, the bloody dialogue just takes on effort. You know, um, maybe the dialogue was in English because it's in Japanese and you read the text. Maybe oh, it wasn't English nice. and I was just sitting there listening to characters talking. Maybe I may have, you know, got through it a bit easy, a bit quicker. Because then I could just put the, like, hit play, let it run, and just lay down in bed and, like, I'm watching a movie or something. You know, until, yeah. I, until I have to play again. But, and there's also the fact that the, the cutscenes are broken up. So, you get, like, one segment of cutscene, then the game sends you back to a menu to then press that you want to see the next cutscene. Which, half the time, it's oh. chronological. It's like, there's nothing else to do in between the cutscenes. Like you can do. I mean, obviously uh-huh. you can you can probably just go to like randomly train your characters or whatever have you. But you don't have to. So if you want to go from mm. cutscene to cutscene, 
Um, and you can. And, and the thing about this game is that there's no like difficulty spike. At least I haven't encountered any. Um, so you don't have to level grind. Like you don't ever have to grind. Like if you organically play this game and don't do any training or any side stuff, um, you're fine. And I'm playing the game on hard. Like I start on normal and I switch to hard and I, I don't find it that difficult. It's pretty simple. You know, uh, the only difference between normal and, diff and hard is that the enemies have, um, have higher stats on hard, but tactically speaking, they still move the same, and um, and their their health is mostly just. I think their health is their health. I think their level, their level is the same, but okay, their attack and defense is a bit higher, basically. Hmm. And so, more or less, if you play tactically, you can win on hard easily, which I've been doing. Hard seems easy to me. Like, it got to one point where I got into a battle, and I was thinking to myself, is this really on hard? Like, I had to double check the settings because I was like, this is so easy. So, it's I'm still playing that. There's another game that I played this week called um, Summer of Meta Prologue, and there's a video for this up on, um, on the button smashers on YouTube. And mm. I want you guys to check it out. I think it's something really, really nice. It's a really sweet game. Um, Summer of Mirror is uh, an indie sort of like, uh, sort of relaxing, calming. I don't know what what do you call this? Like, it's an adventure game, I guess. An adventure sort of okay. simulation type of game because your character you play as this little this little. I can't tell if it's a boy or a girl. I think it's a girl, um, but you play as this little character. And the character's name is Mera, I think. Um, and basically, you're on this island, and um, and you basically you 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 were shipwrecked as a kid. So you're shipwrecked as a kid and as a baby, and this this sort of like alien-looking creature, island creature, takes you in. And you grew up on this island, and it's sort of like it has a very Polynesian sort of style to it, which is really cool. I like that look. And um, mm. so the character design and the outfits and all that kind of stuff, very Polynesian in style. You know, she looks like a, the, he or she looks like an islander. The other characters look like islanders and all that kind of stuff. And um, the thing is, is that you spend it. It's a single player experience. You can do farming. You can do a bunch of other stuff and so forth in this game. And the thing I just want to say is that it's just really sugary sweet. It's a really nice game. It's, it's really nice. It's, it's, it's beautiful, um, to say the least. And it reminds me a lot of like playing a game that I reviewed before called Yonder. Um, those of you who don't remember Yonder, you can find a review for it up on, on LP Garden on YouTube. Um, but basically, it reminds me a lot about Yonder. The game has been out since June the 16th, um, and it's got mostly positive reviews. Now, I haven't reviewed it yet. I just released a, a first impression of the prologue. The prologue is free. So for those of you who may not be not sure if you want to play this game, try the prologue. It's free on Steam. You can download it. It's developed by a developer called uh, Chibig. Chibig is the developer and publisher for this game. It's this as a farming sim adventure, colorful, um, rich story. Uh, it has uh, single player achievements and um, controller support. I kind of really wish games like these had um, had Steam cards. Like like developers need to put these in there because Steam cards are one of the things that I actually enjoy collecting because. I like when I get like the cards and then I can finish a, a badge and then I can have that little thing that says, hey, I have this game that I really like. Um, so there's that. Uh, and also the wallpapers, I can use them in my Steam account. So then the game has it, voice, it's interface and subtitle, there's no audio. Um, so it's all in English, French, German, Spanish, 
Russian, sim simplified Chinese, and Portuguese. Uh, and uh, it is ooh, anything else that I'm missing? Um, oh, the system requirements runs on a uh, very low specs to, for minimum. So you're looking at a, a Cerulean processor on Atlan two. Um, Atlan two X three four five five, which is a very old processor. Or for recommended, you're looking at an i five. Uh, RAM never trust Steam RAM recommendation. Just eight or higher is 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 just logic. Anything less than that, you're, they're just being ridiculous. Um, NVIDIA mm. um, GeForce 430 for the graphics or Radeon R5 240. Um, that's the minimum. Recommended being a, a GTX 1660 or a Radeon um, HD uh, 7850. Right. So those are your specs. Storage space is just taking up two gigs on your, on your drive, so it's not that big. I would recommend it highly. I have it myself. I haven't started playing the full game yet. I've been playing the. I played the prologue. I'm going to be jumping in the full game and then reviewing it. So, you guys can look out for that. Look out for the review of uh, Summer in Mirror. Uh, I just want to say I like it. I think it's a really nice game so far, and um, I think you guys will like it. Price-wise, you're looking at $29.99 USD. Um, so it should be about the same for Euro. Um, UK may be about say 20 um, pounds or something like that. I think maybe the price. So, check out some of my mirror. What about you, Raj? What have you been playing? Oh, uh, well, it's been, it's been a nice, uh, kind of, you might say, normal stream week. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned for you before we started that it's been great, uh, been like a nice uh, atmosphere in the streams, uh, which it, it usually is, but for, it was just, yeah, it was cool. And uh, getting towards the end of War and the Will of the Wisps, still love that game. It's really beautiful. Talking about beautiful games, uh, that's definitely a beautiful game. And of course, having fun as we've been speaking about, you know, Jakusa Zero. Uh, it's just hilarious in so many ways. But what I wanted to mention is that I got pretty late now uh, in the test run of Halo 3, an invite from from Studio 343 to join the Insider, the Halo uh, Master Chief Collection Insider. So I've been playing with some uh, Halo 3 actually. Uh, they're wow. still having tests until yeah, they're still having tests until mid week next next week. Well, actually, no, not even that. It's Tuesday, right? I think it's the last of June. Mm -hmm. So it's been like all like ramble, F free for all, and and four v four, and ground war, and blah, you know, all that stuff. And I have to say, I mean, it, it's not. Well, nostalgia is strong here for me, I have to say. It's like, oh my god. And so many good games have derived from Halo and the, the genre, you might say. Destiny is definitely one of them due to Bungie. Um, mm -hmm. but uh, it's, um, it's, it's cool. It feels already very smooth. It's gonna play great on PC indeed. Uh, it feels very good. It feels fun. Uh, it looks good. Uh, I mean, the, the net code when it comes to multiplayer has never been that good in Halo 3 and I can feel it sometimes, unfortunately, but it's just something, that's how it is. But it's still great to play uh, the multiplayer in Halo 3. So the only thing I wished, I mean this is the thing they have, uh, it's, it's nothing new, but when it comes to menu-wise and being uh, regarding the matchmaking, I sometimes swear when I'm playing like Modern Warfare that there's no, on PC, when there's no server browser, it annoys me really <laughs> that they don't have that. But on the other hand, you, you get very quickly into match, and if you are, then, you know, you go back after the match, you can still be in the same match, the same lobby. Uh, it's up to you to decide if you want to leave, and if you, or if you want to stay, you just do nothing. 
But here it's always going back to the to the menu, so to speak, or the you know like the waiting for a new match, mm-hmm. and and that's something I don't really understand. Why couldn't you just be in the same you know with the same guys? And of course, some will leave, some will come, but then you don't have to wait that long for a new game to or or for for the service to find new players or yeah. So mm, I don't know. It's just something I've thought about when I've been playing a bit. I haven't been having that much time since I've been working, as I told you, out at the airport, and I've been tired, and I haven't really been able to spend that much time. But I've been playing a bit, and and, and it feels good. It's it's uh, looking forward to it. I think they will release this quite soon. Yeah. I think it will be out in July. That's what I believe. Uh, but uh, this is another cool. reason yeah. why people should keep big to have Game Pass. Have it. Just yes. throw your Vigima game in. It's only four dollars a month. I've been paying four dollars a month and not playing anything on it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I have, as you know, I have. Yep. I've definitely the value is already. I already filled up the meter when it comes to, to those bucks. So mm-hmm. I think it's yeah, it's definitely worth it. I, I still say that also to 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 other friends of mine and, and also in my streams that you know it's it's great actually it is I, I think so. the only reason why I don't end up getting around to it is because I just keep getting new games from publishers every day so yeah that, um, that's that's that that does cut that's into that. it you know if, if you're getting free games from publishers for review all, all the time games that you have to play not games that you just want but um, no. if you're constantly getting <laughs> games that you need to pick up and start playing for review. Uh, obviously, you're not going to have time to, to play games that you just want to play for the fun of it. And um, there are games that, for example, games that are coming out that I'm just sort of like, um, I'm sort of like looking forward to. You know, um, like for example, um, Paper Mario is coming out soon. And I, I like Paper Mario. And so that's another mm-hmm. game that I'm going to want to play in July. And there's a bunch of other games that are coming out in July that are on my radar for games that I want to play. And so thinking about it in that way. Uh, yeah, I, I like Game Pass, and I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep the service, you know, because I, I guess we, yeah, you know, same. paying into the service helps keep it around. I guess, but for the rest of us, that too. Yeah. So it, it makes Microsoft think that hey, this is a thing that we need to keep going because if you take a look at what happened with Mixer, uh, oh yeah, yep. Microsoft ditched yep, yep, Mixer yep. this week. So those of you who yeah who were trying to have your Mixer career, you know, maybe. Thinking, nah, I don't want to do YouTube or Twitch. Mixer, man. Well, I'm sorry for you guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's appeared in some ways because they they. I mean, I I never used Mixer. I mm-hmm. I but I know that technical wise, it's been one of the best platforms. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. They ha- they, 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 like almost no latency or anything. It's, mm-hmm. it's been really good in that sense. It's sad that, you know, they didn't work out for them, I think. I think, I think it it's came down... It's good when there are a few around, yeah. I yeah. think it came down to the fact of where people are spending most of their time. And I think more people yeah, yeah, have, yeah. have been on either on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. And uh, the thing is that Twitch already had the market to begin with because of the fact that it was, it was the first to start doing this whole streaming thing. Like, this was their thing. Yeah. Uh, then YouTube was easy because for them, they already had a large following base of, of people who watch video content. So it was easy to just sort of like seamlessly get more people watching video content on their on their service. And then with, with Facebook, Facebook just has a lot of people on there. It's just a, a, a social media platform where a lot of people are already on there. So it's easy to start putting things in front of those people. And those people starting to gravitate towards it. Um, Mixer was something just new. It was this new platform trying to do the same thing that everyone else was doing. And I think the, yeah. the thing is that people came to the conclusion of why do I need this if I can get this everywhere else? Why do I need to be a Mixer? Even though Mixer has 
good um, streaming code and all that, net code is great and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why do I need to have Mixer in the first place? Like, it, even mm, though it's mm. it's a little bit better, is it is it worth me installing this, like you know, making an account on this new service and all that kind of stuff? Uh, it's true. And the answer was no. Mm. The answer was obviously no. It's not worth it. And so people just didn't get Mixer. And um, mm. and you know, even I had a Mixer account, but I never used it. You know, like I, I made an account, okay. never never used the damn thing. You know, but I watch videos on Twitch. I use Twitch. I, I watch videos on YouTube. I use YouTube, um, mm. and Facebook is the same. I watch videos on Facebook and I use Facebook. So it just made sense to that that uh, Mixer did go away. The one thing though is that Mixer isn't dead dead in the sense that they YouTube have uh, sorry Google, uh, Microsoft have sort of partnered with Facebook. So generally speaking, I, I I would like to hope that they're sharing their mix of code with Facebook. Hopefully, Facebook streaming becomes better because Facebook streaming is actually pretty good. But hopefully, it becomes even better, and um, they 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 sort of work a lot more on the infrastructure around it. Uh, I would like to see it a lot more with the Facebook gaming app because Facebook has an app now called Facebook Gaming. I would like to see the app sort of separate itself a bit from Facebook in the sense of how it it operates because sometimes I see like notifications from my regular Facebook feed and I'm like this isn't about Facebook gaming why the hell am I seeing this you know let me see the gaming stuff only yeah 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 yeah. so there's that but that being said yep there's that moving on let's let's talk about some telly you've been watching Vikings again how's that going Oh yes, yeah, it, it's doing well. Uh, I, apparently, since I was just watching, even though I'm, I'm at that point, you know, where I mean, it's six seasons. Uh, I think there's even some extra stuff there, but it's six seasons. Uh-huh. It's long, and and I have to say, at some points, I do pick up my mobile phone just for a minute. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's not good anymore. It's just the fact, you know, you, I've been watching so many episodes now and been grinding the series, so you start to get a bit like, oh. This is gonna end soon. <laughs> in, in, in some ways, in some ways, I feel like that. But again, it's a well-produced series. I've said this before, and it's it's cool to follow these characters. And and I mean, it's it's based on the whatever might be a true story, but at least the, the, what the the myth or or the story tells about Ragnar Lothbrok and, and his family and what they did, his sons traveling also and, and going to different countries. And it's an interesting and exciting time in, in many ways and fascinating. So yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. I will be probably finished um, in a week or two. Then I'm then I'm done. Mm, okay, so, moving on. Sounds yeah. like a beautiful time. Uh, for yeah. me, I've been watching this show called well, not a show. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of documentaries. I mentioned in the beginning. I've been watching this documentary called The Eye of the Storm, and uh, this one is a, is a documentary. Um, an examination of elementary um, of elementary teacher Jane Elliott's educational exercise about discrimination, which she conducts an mm-hmm. unforgettable lesson with third grade cl- with her third grade class in uh, Riceville, Iowa, um, and basically the basic premise of this is that this teacher, her name is um, is Jane Elliott. She does this sort of thing in her class where she has her students. Um, she splits the students up in the class. They're, they're third graders, so they're, they're little kids, um, probably like six or seven years old or something like that. And uh, she splits them up into two groups, and they're split up based on their eye colors. So kids with with blue eyes were in one section, and kids with brown eyes are in the other section. And what they did is that they decided that all the kids with blue eyes um, would be treated worse than the kids with brown eyes. 
So the mm. kids with blue eyes, when they started the experiment, they would be let into the class, um, but they wouldn't be um, they wouldn't be allowed to play with the brown eye kids. They were um, they were told that they were stupid, that they were less intelligent than the brown eye kids. Um, they didn't have um, they didn't get as much recess time, if I remember correctly. Um, but g- generally speaking, <coughs> sorry, ah, it's fine. Uh, generally speaking, they were treated worse um, overall. And what we started mm. to notice during this thing is that those kids took longer. They were um, to, to answer questions in class. They were a lot more. Um, they were a lot more careful in what they did and what they said. And then you had the kids who were brown eye kids um, started to treat the kids with blue eyes terribly. So now before they were all friends. They they didn't it didn't matter what their eye color were. They all played in the class the same way and all that kind. Of, but up until the point where the teacher told them, okay, well, I'm separating you guys and it's based on eye color, and blue eye kids are no um, sorry brown eye kids are better than, than blue eye kids. You know how the brown eye kids treating the kids with blue eyes terribly. So they would treat their their, their peers their, who used to be their friends like crap. You know kids would be bullying them, calling them names, all this sort of stuff, and. They were all a part of the same class, just and this happened in a short period of time. Like they were, this is just in a day, you know, um, over the course of a day. And the thing is, is that she flipped the experiment around the other day, and the same thing happened, right? So the reverse was the brown eyed kids were told were told that they were less intelligent and all that kind of stuff, and the blue eyed kids were in charge and they were the smarter ones and all that kind of stuff. And the experiment, um, it basically showed that um, the harmful effects of um, of discrimination basically and this this teacher Jane Elliott she carried this on not just with her elementary kids but she carried this on as she got older she did it with um, with older kids and and adults and all this sort of stuff she's even done the experiment on the Oprah Winfrey show back in the day this was back in like 1992 she did an episode on, on Oprah's show where she did the same thing and I've become a fan of this Jane Elliott because after watching her on this documentary and stuff like that, this woman is one. The first thing to start with is that she's very well educated. Like, and this is one of the things that I always say when it comes to well educated people is that whenever you speak to someone who's really well educated and you ask them a question, they're always able to send you um, in the direction of something that is like research on it. So if you ask her yeah, a question yeah. like, okay, why do you say this thing? She recommends a book. She's like, oh, you need to read this book. Um, it's called blah, blah, blah. And then she can flip yeah. to the page where she where you, where you should read to find out this other thing in the book that, that's going to give you more clarity, that give you more detail. Hmm. The fact that she can do that, that is a sign of, of people, someone who reads a lot, someone who's well-educated, someone who, who knows what she's talking about. She's not just saying something just because. Because a lot of times in, um, people say, Oh well, this thing, and then you're like, but why? And then you're like, well, just because, you know, just because I say so, because I feel like this, you know. And she doesn't see; she's not a person of feeling per se. She's a person of just pure fact. It's about statistics, it's yeah, about right. numbers, it's about what evidence can be presented to back up her case. And the, that's the thing where I have to say, like. Her lesson is, it's basically about, you know, the, the, the premise of it is about, it's, it's ignorance versus lack of, um, you know, uh, versus um, education, you know. And what she, she gets at is that 
we live in a world where we're not um, educated properly. The education system is set up in a way to keep the status quo going, and it's set up in a way where people yeah. don't really learn. Um, they don't really learn the truth. Um, the truth about history. They don't learn everything. They, they're taught specific things. They're, they're taught to understand and learn specific things, but they don't learn everything. And that factor creates ignorance. You know, when when you are. Hmm uninformed about so let's say for example like with regards to me and you and i you know um yeah. i didn't know a lot about sweden I, when i before i i um I, before we met before we became friends uh sweden was just this stereotypical european country somewhere off in the in in the, the far east of, of europe as far as i, I was concerned where everyone yeah. spoke in the stereotypical um voices and accents that you would hear in like movies you know you would you, you would hear these stereotypes in in movies for someone from sweden where someone i am i am i am jan from sweden and basically that was sweden to <laughs> <Good>. me like <laughs> everything about sweden was just that that was all i knew about sweden but then yeah. then I, then i met you and then we became friends and then i learned about sweden and now, whenever I hear someone try to do a stereotypical Sweden thing, I'm like, um, yeah, they don't talk like that. <laughs> and then I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, um, you know, someone would say something, I'm like, oh, yeah, but Sweden's not there, though. It's it's like up up to the north, you know. And um, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but this, the whole Swedish meatball thing is not really like it's not the same. Like when someone talks to me like IKEA and stuff, I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's different, you know. And so it's like the thing is, is that <laughs> I'm educated to a certain extent on Sweden. I'm still learning, you know. But I know a, a good bit about Sweden that I can then correct someone who doesn't know as much. And I would not know as much had I not met you and had we not um, become friends and so forth. And and it's it's where you know you've educated me on your country, you know through this podcast and just us chatting and hanging out and me visiting Sweden as well. You know you've educated me on Sweden and I, I know a lot more about Sweden than I knew before. And uh, and now I want to know a lot more, um, even more going forward. And I, I think that is basically what she gets at in her. In, in her um, her documentaries that uh, people when you don't know about someone uh, because of their um, their ethnicity or any other defining characteristics their their sex their their se- um, their sexuality any um, discernible characteristic if you if you don't know about them and then you start treating them terribly because of that um, then that that's it just it's it's a sign of ignorance because had you known that person and had you not been taught by society that it's okay to discriminate against people for, for, um, for certain characteristics and stuff like that, then you wouldn't do it. You know, had it not been something that was taught to you, um, ignorance being taught from one person to another person and, and not just being taught but indoctrinated into you, it's in your mindset that you think that way and it's not just the people who are taught to, to treat someone worse because of something but it's the people themselves thinking of themselves as less than because in the experiment the kids with the brown eyes they started feeling inferior like when the teacher asked them why didn't you um do better this this um this exercise they'd be like well because i'm not smart you know you know whereas before they were fine you know and when she switched around the other day they were fine again they were answering the questions um properly and it's, it's that indoctrination of of treating people differently because of their characteristics mm. um you know of just um not them of the as in of themselves and it's, it's the same with like for example like you know every now and then i i, I go on a, on a tangent where i would 
do something on the podcast where we talk about like for example like with netflix and the whole thing where i feel like um like a lot of shows in netflix are becoming the same thing they're becoming this thing where it's um where they they, they just sort of like force a character into the show that happens to be gay and the the thing is is that my issue with it as i've mentioned in the podcast before is not that the character happens to be gay um but because of how they represent that character because i have gay friends and and um and people that i know and they, they're not like those characters they're not um they're not sort of uh, a stereotype basically they're not represented in that kind of way and they don't act like those characters and their sexuality isn't this whole big thing for them it's just something that they do you know and it, 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 won't, it rarely ever comes up in conversation unless um they're talking about like maybe a girlfriend or something and the same way like you and i don't really talk mm. about our sexuality um in conversation unless of course something comes up like maybe we're talking about a movie and um and then we we, we uh, you know there's a, a nice female character and we're like oh you know beautiful nice for scientific reasons or something like that but yeah it's not a thing for us whereby we um whereby we're just you know it's like we we make it this big um bravado about it it's more of a of a thing like yeah this is um this you know we just mention the things that we like so like oh this is a nice attractive person in the same way like for example like a friend of mine who um like one of my friends she like she's um she's a lesbian and whenever we're talk- we're chatting and stuff like that you know, she may I may be we may be talking about someone, and the same way you and I will chat about someone, she may mention um, a girl that she likes or something, but she won't just come. Mm. She won't be chatting with me like, oh, you know what? But I'm gay, kind of stuff. Or it wouldn't come up in that kind of way, you know. And in the same way, like I won't just go around telling someone, oh, well, I'm black. You know, it's not something that just like comes up. It's like you meet me and then you see me and you're like, oh, Q is black. You know, it's like most. Uh, it's not something where I go around talking about it. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've no. probably never really talked about it on the podcast. Like, I've never really said, "Oh, you know, I'm a black guy." No, most people don't even. I mean, there are people who could listen to this entire podcast from episode one to forty and never know that uh, my skin complexion. You know, can assume whatever they want to assume about me, but they can never know of my of my skin complexion because it's not something I talk about really. It's not something that, and it's it's not I don't talk about it because I'm ashamed or something or whatever. It's just, I don't talk about it because it's not a that it's not that big of a deal for me to talk about. It. It's not that big of a factor, no. per se. And the thing is, is that the only time it comes up is when something is wrong. That's the only time when it comes up. And yeah. so, in the same sense with how um, Jane Elliott covers this thing, she covers it from a, a point of view of ignorance, where people are ignorant of each other. And uh, they're ignorant of the differences that we share, um, or that we, you know, that we have among our, ourselves. But the way she she approaches it, she doesn't approach it from a point of view of um, of ignorance. She approaches it from a point of view of education. And so, the, basically, it's all about tolerance and education of of, of people. And, and for me, um, I like to think that I'm always learning. Like I'm like even though, for example. I don't even think I was always tolerant about... I wasn't... I mean, throughout my life, I wasn't always tolerant about a lot of different things. I wasn't always tolerant about people who are not the same complexion as me. I wasn't always tolerant about people who had different sexual preferences as me. I wasn't always tolerant about a lot of things, you know? Um, because culturally, that's what I was taught. Culturally, when I was younger, I was taught that, um, that gay people were bad. You know, I was taught that, um, that you know, they would try to do bad things to you 
And as I grew older, I realized that I was bullshit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Um, and when, you know, again, culturally, when I was um, younger, I was taught that that people who were Caucasian uh, are horrible people who hate black people and they do all these horrible things. And as I got older, I realized that that's not true. There, there are some horrible people and there are some who aren't horrible, right? Um... And it's, it's that sort of thing where you, you go to places, like, for example, like, going to the U.S. for the first time. I always thought the U.S. was a horrible place where people were just racist. And then going to the U.S. and find out that people aren't racist, really, over there. There's a good portion of the population that, that aren't, that are just normal, regular people. Or at least they're not outwardly racist, right? Um, so... It's a thing where I think more and more people need to be educated. And that's the reason why I'm mentioning this documentary, which is The Eye of the Storm. And I think it's something that everyone needs to watch. Not This is not like a 50% or a 1% or whatever. Everyone needs to watch this documentary, The Eye of the Storm. It's a 25-minute documentary. It came out in 1970. Um, and it's IMDb has, has an 8.7. It's a 10. Um, to me, it's 100% a 10. You need to see this. If you can give this anything less than a 10, I think yes, you have a problem. Um, I think you don't, you're of the, the, the minority who may not fully understand what's going on and you need to educate yourself. And so I would say highly recommended you need to see this. Um, and you can find it on YouTube. Great. Yeah. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah. So go to YouTube, get it. Um, Dive the Storm, my biggest recommendation. And also, you can check out more stuff about Jane Elliott as well. She does other stuff. Wow. She's done other documentaries, other interviews and stuff like that. And wow, what a woman. What a woman, I can say. Mm. What a woman. Um, so just go check it out. It's interesting. And I cool. highly recommend it. Uh, so with that, the show is already over an hour. Um, how about we do yes. things that like we usually do right about Norraj? What's that thing called? Shout out for your channel. Right, shout out for your channel this week is actually a podcast called The Brilliant Idiots. Rog, what can you tell us about The Brilliant Idiots? Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz are the brilliant idiots. Join them each week as they explore the issues of the day in a style that's often idiotic, sometimes brilliant, and always hysterical. Yep, so we've actually shouted out this podcast before, we're shouting out again. Yes. Um, you guys need to check it out. So, um... We're not gonna, I'm going to say any more than that. Just check it out. It's good. You'll enjoy it. La-di-da. Comedy with real-life um, situations makes for a good time. Uh, that being said, how about we say goodbye to listeners, Rob? <laughs> yeah, it is time. It's, it's true. It's true. Let's be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to wrap things up. Uh, it's always getting. It's almost also getting too hot in here. I need to drink more water. My glass <laughs> is empty for some time. I'm like, Sahara Desert. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you've had a good time listening. And as always, we love to have you around here. And hopefully we'll meet up again in a week from now. Mm-hmm. But until then, take care. Be careful. Uh, as we were speaking, there's still a pandemic out there. Just use common sense and all that stuff. And and also, yeah, the conclusion is also stay educated. Stay mm-hmm. educated. Learn things. Be open-minded and embrace life. And you would just be... Be, be amazing and brilliant and beautiful mm-hmm. that's what that's the outcome of it so let's stay in that zone guys until next time muffin and out ah, beautiful as always and uh on that beautiful bombshell uh how about we you know basically thank you very much for those of you who um stuck around this long and listened to my long 
um tyrant um sort of <laughs> um i wouldn't even call it a rant i would just say no um sort of just homage to this such wonderful um documentary and the the woman that did it you know that did the, the experiments and everything like that um and so with that guys uh thank you very much for listening to this episode as well um you can find rog at 40 splash splash that's the number 40 with splash splash and that is on youtube twitch at twitter instagram pretty much everywhere else and uh, you can find me at lp guardian that's lp guardian that's guardian talk to you um and rog streams on tuesdays thursdays and saturdays sometimes sundays um, so basically Tuesday, Wednesday yeah. Wednesday Why did I mix it up? Tuesday, Wednesday I was always so good I lost that way back No worries, no worries. We missed a week <laughs> So I could understand um, So yeah So Tuesday, yeah. Wednesdays And Saturdays Sometimes Sundays um, And as always We wouldn't like you guys To miss on any of the episodes Of That Beautiful Life Many of you feel like You subscribe to this podcast On CastBox Acast, Spotify, iTunes SimplyBinge.com And elsewhere And there's a company You're going to like it That we're giving away for free So as always guys This Has been queued. Feel pleasure